Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, Gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Welcome, friends, family, countrymen, lend me your ears. This is So I Married a Movie Geek. I am Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is on my left, and today we will be discussing both Paranormal Activity, the original movie, and its sequel, Paranormal Activity 2. I had never seen the original uh, Paranormal Activity until about, what, two nights ago did we see it? That is correct. Yeah, and we held off. Oh, I bit my tongue on saying anything until we saw the sequel. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for the people who have yet to see Paranormal Activity 2 in the theaters. So uh, we're going to discuss the first movie first and then non-spoiler edition parts of the second movie. And then if it starts to get pretty spoilery, we'll warn you so you can turn us off. But uh, off the bat, Justin, which movie did you like better? The first or the second? Um, I think I like the first better. And now, based on that, I have to ask, did you even like the first? <laughs> Um, I would say I liked the first. So, basically, it's like the lesser of two evils for you. Pretty much. What did you not like about either movie? Well, this isn't about being, it's about you. What did you like about the, what did you think about the first movie? Well, it wasn't scary. Uh, as we've discussed on this podcast in the past, sometimes I have a hard time staying awake. I just get tired. <laughs> And I don't know, it's it's like a sensitive for me. You turn on the TV, you turn on a movie, unless something is happening every five seconds or Leonardo DiCaprio isn't on the screen, I'm kind of like, oh, don't fall asleep. Oh, nodding off. Nope, nope, we're going to watch. And, you know, I'm an old woman. So that happened a lot for me when we sat here and watched the first movie. And I don't think it's necessarily just because I'm a grandma. I think that it's because it was boring up until kind of the very end when everything came to a head and there was like all of a sudden a huge, well, they thought it was huge, climax and then denouement. Yeah. Most of it was very boring. It was, it was pretty boring up until the last, you know, 20 minutes. I was going to say 15. You're being generous. Oh, man. Being generous to paranormal activity. I wonder how much of the of the original movie was scripted versus, hey, here's an outline and go. Improv. Um, I think it was scripted. It was just boring, pretty much. That's true. I mean, it was made for a minuscule budget. Well, obviously. I mean, everything was, you know, filmed with, like, a little handheld. But it caught on for some reason. Why did it catch on? I mean... I, I think the reason it caught on, and this is something I that came became clearer after I finally saw it a second time, which was with you. I only saw it once in the theater. Yeah. Was the theater experience of watching the movie amplifies um, the quality a bit. Because I, I saw it and, you know, just the people's reactions to they're like, things happening. I mean, that's pretty much the subtitle for this 
Things, <laughs> things happening. Things happening. <laughs> Doors opening. Loud noises. Rumbling. Yeah, the thing on both of these movies, whoever did the sound effects and the sound editing should have been the highest paid yeah, person. That was the, the best part of both movies. I completely agree with you. Uh, is the sound editor. And uh, it's not, it, it's not if you've never seen uh, either of the movies, this is not like a, a slash em, gory, ee, 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 sort of movie. So when we're talking about sound editing, we're not talking about, you know, because it's like, bah, chop, chop, chop. Uh, but, you know, just like, just, I don't know if any of you, I'm sure most of you actually have at some point or another lived in a house as opposed to apartment. Uh, I have, and now I live in an apartment. I'm not scared, I find, when I'm in my apartment of strange noises. I'm just not. I automatically assume it's a neighbor and I move on with my life. But you hear a sound that you didn't make and you're in a house by yourself and you're like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. In both movies, it's the commonly like, it's like a low murmur rumble. It's like the beginning of an earthquake. It's it's how an earthquake sounds before it actually hits you and it's a few miles away, but you hear it. And you go, uh-oh. Oh, crap. And then, you know, a second later, it starts shaking and everything goes nuts. But that's what it sounds like when an earthquake is coming from afar, that rumble. Yeah, I guess these movies wouldn't have been as successful with the whole sounds thing if they happened in New York City or L.A. where it's like sounds all the time. <laughs> like weird sounds. But they chose, uh, well, not for the second movie. They placed it in Carlsbad. But for the first movie, they chose San Diego, which is uh, a rather large metropolitan California city. So... I mean, but, but for being metropolitan, it, it's very it, suburban, too. Yeah, it's it's got many different parts. What I want to know is for, in both movies, uh, the you know, the lead characters are young women, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the the men is young, and one of them is kind of middle-aged. Where do they get all this money to have these really nice houses in suburban, metropolitan California? Like, Yeah, they really don't touch on what... no. Uh, no, the first one, he was a day trader. True. And in the second movie, they allude to a possible deal with the demon being made several generations back for riches. Okay, are we, uh, which one are we talking about now? Well, that was just an overall thing. But uh, hence, where did they all get this money? Um, yeah. Will they share? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> no? Especially in the second one. We'll, we'll talk about the second yeah, one. Yeah, we will. But, yeah, where did they get this money? Eh, does this get, yeah, I don't understand. Okay, so... Demons. They, demons. That's, that's yeah. So with regards to the first movie, mm-hmm. I think uh, the casting was interesting. I mean, uh, I applaud them for going with unknowns because this is that sort of a movie. I mean, come on, it's low budget. They're going with handhelds. They sh- it was smart of them to do uh, no-name actors. But it would have been nicer if they could have picked no-name actors who could act. Ooh. It's going there, huh? Well, wait. All right. Let me let me rephrase. The the girl who plays Katie isn't bad, actually. I believed her more. Yes. But the guy who plays Mika, by the way, and it's uh, definitely spelled Micah, who's, who's calling him Mika, I have no idea why. Nonetheless, he was not convincing, shall we say? Or... In, in what way? 
Yeah. Well, right from the beginning when they start thinking like, well, let's, you know, investigate this. And she has that one um, pr professorial type come out, you know, and he's, uh, what, what was his official title? He wasn't like a Ghostbuster, but what was <laughs> I think he was a Ghostbuster. <laughs> no. no, he had a title. What was he? Um, he was a psychic? Something like that. But he did it in a very professorial way. Yeah. I think he he was actually one of the more interesting things about the first movie. I agree. And, and then especially, it was we never saw him again. Especially the second time where he's like, okay, I can't even be here. You know? Yeah. This is such a bad situation. Why am I yeah. even here? Yeah, I, I can't handle these spirits. This house, I have to get out of this house. I always I wondered how long, again. how far away did he drive to get there? Because well, the, it's assumed he drive from Los Angeles. He drove, I should say. Is that, what, is that what he said? He never comes out and says, but he, when, he, when he kind of arrives to the conclusion that it's not a ghost slash haunting thing, that it's probably a demon sort of spirit inhabiting the house and following Katie... He says, uh, you should work with a colleague of mine. He's also in Los Angeles. And he, like, talks about this guy from L.A. So I think it's assumed that he is also from L.A. Because they even talk about, oh, the drive, da-da-da-da. Nice. Yeah. But he, you're right. He was one of the more interesting parts of the first movie. And it's a shame that, like, he just made a two-second appearance later on of, like, I can't be in this house. It's bad. Very bad. And then he was gone again. Okay. Um, let's Let's cut to a conversation you like to talk about um, boobs. Boobs. Um, the the main the the female character the in in the first one. Katie. There was a lot of talk on the internet about her boobs and how supple and big they were. Yes. What did you think of her boobs and their performance in the movie? Well, first of all, it was nice to see an actress who did not have uh, implants. Those were real. No paranormal activity there? No paranormal activity in her breasticle region. No. Got it. Uh, but, to be fair, mm -hmm. she is well-built and well-proportioned all over. Mm -hmm. So, it's not like, you know, she was 75 pounds and had boobs. <laughs> like, you know, she, and, and, and by that I'm not at all implying that she is fat. She's not. She is a, a very good-looking girl. She's just well-proportioned. I know why you're laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? So you liked her boobs? Uh, no. They're not my thing. Boobs. I enjoy them as a woman to another woman. You have enjoyable breasts. Girl plays Katie, whose name escapes me at the moment. They're there. Got it. Oh, Mika! Why was he in this movie? It's terrible. Yeah, he was my least favorite thing about the first movie. You think? <laughs> Gee, I wonder why that could be. Yeah, so the first movie just kind of, I mean, I, I feel badly. I feel like <laughs> here we are 11 minutes in, we should have know more or be able to say more about the first movie other than the fact that sound was good, it was really boring until the last 15 minutes, suddenly everything picked up. It's the, Here's the thing about it. It's success, I think, kind of depressed me a little bit. Really? Yeah, because I just know how Hollywood is when it thinks, you know, something's something good. something's catching on. This is the new thing. Oh, yeah. And for it to be, okay, let's make things as cheap as possible with as little... Substance? Substance or anything going on as possible and just hope, you know, 
yeah, the marketing and the, you know, I mean, the I will crowd say, atmosphere will, will make it a huge hit. They tied some loose ends up in this sequel that we have yet to fully delve into. But there really wasn't much, well, compared, well, wait, compared to the first storyline where it's not really explained or understood. That's, I actually like that. Why this is happening. I like that in the first one. Really? Yes. Why? Who cares? There's freaking demons or ghosts or whatever. Do we need it all spelled out for us? Do we need someone to come in and give like a five minute long, you know, monologue? Explaining everything? No, but it is helpful, I think, as the audience to understand why why you, why this person, why this house. Is it related to the house or is it related to the people? If they move, is the demon just going to follow them because it's directly related to the people? Or is it a house thing? I don't know why I just thought of this, but I was trying to think of a um, similar movie that I'd seen recently in like the last five years that was scary, but the... You know, evil spirit or what, evil person, whatever. There was no explanation. The Strangers. Remember The Strangers with Liv Tyler? No. Yes, you do. I do. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. That movie couldn't have, made, you know, costed that much money to make. Mm. Also, very good sound editing. I'm thinking but, of one scene now, and it's playing in my head like a loop, and I hate you right now. But just compare that to something like Paranormal, paranormal Activity. You can't. In terms of, you know, which one's going to keep you awake at night? <laughs> thinking, oh gosh, that that guy with the nap, the potato sack on right. his head. Well, okay, hold on a sec. To be fair to Paranormal Activity... Mm-hmm. If I, again, lived in a house as opposed to an apartment, I probably, I can't say I would have been scared or would be scared afterward, but I would probably be slightly more on edge for a finite period of time, especially if I heard a sound or something seemed off in my house. Because it's weird, but it's true. There is a certain, like fearful loneliness that comes in living in a place with freestanding walls where you know nobody else could have made that sound unless it was you. Or, you know, made something move or change or whatever. There is something creepy about it. Were you ever creeped out as a kid in your house if you were home alone? Um, of course. Yeah. 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 It's not the same when you live in an apartment. It's just not. You, you, you have sounds of the world around you, and for some reason it's comforting. Even though it probably shouldn't be, because if you're alone, alone home, uh, home alone, I should say, in your house, most likely you have the doors locked and everything's fine, whereas if you're surrounded by people in an apartment, you don't know if they're good people. <laughs> so maybe it's more dangerous. Just saying. Maybe we should be scared. Loud noises. Loud noises. Okay, so what did you like about the first one? Cricket. Cricket. I liked the end. <laughs> <laughs> I like the end, too. When Mika gets it. Oh, oh goodbye, Mika. The second time watching it through, you're, uh, the first, like, ugh, how many minutes, you're just waiting. You're like, wow, this yeah. this really takes forever. Did they really have to go, by the way, night by night? Day, night number one. Night number two. Night number three. I'm like, can we fast forward to, like, night 17? <laughs> can you just go, like, go... 
like all odd numbers maybe knights one three five seven like that do we i mean do we have to like go through every single night even though nothing happens like there was a whole night where all she did was stand there next to the bed rocking back and forth on her heels and toes not talking not doing anything and then she got back in bed and that was it i'm like i do that you know once a month <laughs> well you do <laughs> uh, and so seriously it was one, yo, oh, don't give me that look. Okay, rabid face. And I don't mean rabbit. I mean, like, like frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a rabbit. You look like a rabbit. Um, well, Five gold stars to anybody who knows what we were just talking about. What were you, what were you talking about before that? Rabbit. He looked like a rabbit. No, I was saying that, it. why do they have to go through every single... Well, because the movie is feature-length... <laughs> and, they had to, and they had to fill it somehow. Like I said, it's not a lot of stuff happens for a long period of time. Here's the thing about both Paranormal Activity 1 and 2. And um, I say and 2 because they capitalize on the same stuff. Don't worry, I'm not giving away any spoilers just yet. They capitalize... You already gave away the ending of... Of the number one? Of, of well, number I assume one? most people have seen it by now. Okay. Uh, that being said, both movies capitalize on the gotcha like there's not there's no real thriller or mental aspect to either movie that you know kind of keeps you guessing or or wondering or or even frightened or scared they simply rely on the <gasps> yeah they're just i mean they're pretty much haunted houses feature length you know things are jumping out you know things are there yeah you know they're coming but you have rumbling the, to let you know they're coming, the, just in case you didn't. The suddenness of them coming and then the other people's reaction to the same things, that's what makes it, you know, moderately enjoyable. And that's why people, I guess, really flock to it. I mean, it made, like, was it 40-some million dollars in You know what it is? Weekend? Oh, okay. I got it. I have an analogy. <gasps> it's Analogy yeah, time. Here it is. Do it. It is just like the Tower of Terror at California Adventure in Disneyland. What? Yeah, wait, can I explain why? You're don't, going don't, you're going up forever. That, forever. And you're like, "Oh, wow, this is okay. We're just going up. I guess we're still going up. We're still going up." Oh, look, there are distractions right here that I think are supposed to scare me, but I know I'm in an elevator, so okay, but, you know, distract, distract, distract. Oh, we've reached the top. Wow, it's really high up over here. Oh, you know what this means? This means there's going to be the scary part. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Ah! Like, that's kind of what it is. Like, you know what's coming, and then there it is. Ooh. I would rather go on Tower of Terror like 20 times than watch Paranormal Activity 1 or 2. Well, like, Again. I imagine though, if par- uh, I'm sorry, if Tower of Terror was like elongated to two hours, so it took you two hours to get up the damn elevator, and then the last fifteen minutes was the drop. Well, when you have to wait in line, sometimes it does take that long. Uh, I'd rather wait in line than I would watch this movie again. <laughs> So here, okay, so crossing over real fast into Paranormal Activity 2, this doesn't give anything major away that you won't learn in the first five to ten minutes of watching the movie anyway. uh, They tie in the characters from the first one, and they tell the story somewhat as a prequel, and then simultaneously, in, in terms of time. Yeah, Paranormal Activity 2 is a prequel sequel. 
So it has, it has a prequel element to it. And then at a point later on in the movie, both one and two meet. Yeah. And then the rest is the, the sequel and the ending that kind of alludes to. Right. Well, Paranormal Activity 1 takes place, I want to say, uh, throughout mid to late September and beginning of October 2006. And they make sure you know that as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, And (laughs) Paranormal Activity 2 takes place, uh, I want to say, August? Is that what it was? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Just before that, (laughs) August something, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Through, like, the first week of October 2006. And the characters are all correlated. Um, There are family members who are related, and there are, like, in-laws. And it's basically how this whole... Basically, her sister, you know, lives down the street or whatever, or the next town over. Carlsbad. Carlsbad. North. And she is... Just had a baby at the beginning of Paranormal yeah. 2. Yeah. I wasn't going to give that away, but that's cool. We can do that. It's in the trailer for the movie. Oh, okay. That's the whole, then I feel better. That's the whole reason I guess so many people went to see this, because they saw the trailer for Paranormal 2 in front of the Twilight movie, and the trailer was pretty Another much... crappy movie. It's Paranormal 1 plus a baby and a dog. Come see it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and people's like, yes. And they're like... <laughs> Sold. Honestly, that's kind of what it is. That was a really good synopsis of but what I was, this is. But it was so underwhelming, man. Like, Yeah, but were you expecting to be overwhelmed by it? You knew what the first one was all about. I, I know. I was. I guess I was just hoping that they were going to say, okay, here's what worked in the first one. The last 15 minutes. More of that? Let's have more of that. Yeah, but, a little more of that. But better, because we have more money. But, no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the the best parts were the baby and the dog, and that was because they were not being forced to, quote, act. And because they made us laugh. Yeah, they did. Well, I loved the dog. And you know, you know in any movie where there's a dog, particularly I've noticed when it's a German Shepherd, you know that at some point the dog's going to get it. You don't know if the dog's going to die, but you know that the dog is going to get it. And I knew that the minute we met this dog, Abby, I was like, oh... They mess with the dog, man. If they mess with the dog, I'm out. I thought the dog was the best actor out of all of them. It, the dog was the best actor <laughs> out of all of them. I was like, that dog thinks there's a ghost there or a demon or whatever. Yeah, like his hair think, went up and his he, he growled. He thinks he, that there's a demon there. He, he went down in like challenge pose. This dog's like Scooby-Doo, you know, live action. No, please. It's such an insult to Abby the dog. Oh, here comes your Scooby-Doo bias. I don't like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the dog was a great actor. <laughs> and I was sad when... Unlike Hannah Barbera's. What? Nothing. No one. Hannah Barbera's? <laughs> Is that what you said? No. <laughs> no. It was the accent. It hurts my voice. Anyway. Yeah. Good actor, that dog. Yeah, we like the dog... And, and and I did like the kid, actually. I feel like the kid was pretty good. He When he was sad or scared, I was like, oh, they kept him up all night. He's crying. <laughs> like him. What are they doing behind the camera to cause him to have these... There was a couple... He had some scared faces going on in there. Um, it could be, you know, it could be any number of things. As somebody who makes faces at kids for a living, 
uh, you know, you, if, if, you know, I hate to say it, but if his mom is like, you know, he hates, you know, whatever, fill in the blinker, like he's scared of like witch hats or whatever, like it could eat. Witch hats? Yeah, I just pick something, <laughs> something simple. I mean, it could be as easy and as stupid as like a PA standing there wearing a witch hat looking menacingly at the baby, enough to scare you think him. They could, I don't know if they could afford uh, a person just to wear a witch hat all the time for, <laughs> no, they, they for the production. No, they aside. They were like, hey, PA, put on this witch hat. Scare the kid. This this uh, Paranormal 2 costs $3 million allegedly to make, so... Oh, really? I don't know if the witch hat budget is very high. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be anything. You know, like when I was a little kid, I was afraid of something that we called the red sauce or the red dot. We had a... The red dot? Let me explain. Real You're afraid fast. of Indians? Justin. What? A, Native Americans. B, no. We had an alarm you know, system in... Dot um, and Indians. Not feathers. Oh. <laughs> you mean from India. <laughs> All right, Christine O'Donnell. Tired. Oh, no, Sharon Angle. You called me Christine O'Donnell slash Sharon, Sharon Angle? <laughs> Never mind. You suck. I hate you. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was below the belt, man. Awesome. I'm going to cast a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're mine. Hocus Pocus, good movie. Okay, so when I was a kid, we had... Teen Witch. <laughs> yeah, another good. We had an alarm system at my house. Top that. And, and we had um, infrareds throughout the house that basically... They're motion detectors. And they're off unless you walk by, and then all of a sudden this red, it's like, it's like the eye of the computer Dave in um, 2000, Stanley Kubrick's 2000. What? Oh, wait, not Dave, what am I saying? Of the guy who goes, good morning, Dave, the computer. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Anyway, it's that. Sort I won't of, even correct you. Shut up. I just saw your face though. Um, it's that sort of like a red dot, and I don't know why, but I was scared. You know what, Liz? Every time I walked by as a little little kid, and that red dot just went and like looked at me, uh-huh. and um, so. I think it was because sometimes it was actually armed and I didn't know it and I'd walk around in my own house and it would like see me and all the alarms in the house would go off and it freaked me out. And then one day I had a nightmare about it and my mom was like shaking me to get me awake so screaming and crying and she she told me, she goes, I thought somebody was killing you or like raping you in your sleep and I was like, I hope that I didn't know about that back then. But she was worried. She was like, oh my God, oh my God, what could she have possibly been dreaming about that she was this scared? <gasps> Freddy Krueger. And I kept... I was sobbing, and I kept going on and on about the red dot, the red sauce, the red dot. And she was like, what? The red, and she laughed at me, and I was so mad at her. I was like four, and I was like, don't laugh at me! And she was like, the red, what? So what if, I'm thinking... What if you were afraid of pink dot? No, I'm not afraid of the grocery store that delivers to you. But... You're not? No, although I might be. I think it has a bad restaurant grade. They could come in any time. No, no. <laughs> Nonetheless, maybe the little kid was afraid of something simple like that, so somebody just had to stand there with, like, an infrared. Maybe he had a garage door opener, and he just pressed it periodically, and the little red dot came up, and the kid was like, ah! So you're saying they, have a, they had a laser on this kid the whole time? Where was this kid's mother? <laughs> now, hey, listen, they didn't do anything to, like, scar him. Just scare him. Scare him. <laughs> yeah. What? I wouldn't be like, they scarred him. Okay.
Yes. So, back to the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think about Paranormal 2? Surprisingly, I liked it better than the first one. Really? I did. Okay. Um, I like how they tied certain elements of the first one in with the second one, like the character relationships. And I know that wasn't your thing, um, and you preferred the open-endedness of it all. Like, hey, it's random. We don't know if they're haunting the house or the people. Whatever. I kind of preferred knowing that it was related to the people, and it made sense when they said certain things towards the end of, uh, well, you can't get rid of the demon this way. You have to, like, transfer the energy onto a blood relative. It was so stupid, and yet I liked it. And I knew it. I was, I like, was, I was like, that's, that, that's terrible, and I love it. What are they going to do? There has not been... A male since the 1930s born. That can't be a coincidence. Yeah, that was funny. Everybody laughed. That whole story that they did, to, like, I was like, what? That part was stupid. Why? Was like, All is this, this is so stupid. What, what, are you, what are you doing? It's Rumpelstiltskin. Paranormal activity is based on Rumpelstiltskin. Hello, my pretty. <laughs> if I give you some riches, I get your firstborn child. Like, that's what this is about. What? Yes. That was an Aces Rumpelstiltskin impression there. It was a what? Aces? Yeah, Aces. Thank you. Oh. You know, you know what this movie reminded me of when, when they would try to unfurl this con- convoluted plot that they had baked up to... <laughs> Half baked up? To make this a prequel sequel. Uh-huh. Between that and the, the Mexican housekeeper who was... <laughs> She was great. I loved her. She was great? Yeah, I loved her. Why do they always make the Mexicans the ones that, you know? Like, what? Is that... I loved her. She was... That's the character they give her. Oh, she's the one that, you know, is... She knows. She knows. She knows her saints. She's burning her... She's Catholic. She's burning her incense. And that's why she gets, you know, fired or whatever. Spirits, malo, muy malo. All this crap reminded me of Devil. And then I started thinking about <laughs> Devil halfway through Paranormal 2. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I talk too bad about Devil because... Really? Because all I was thinking of was our old cleaning lady that we couldn't afford to keep anymore. And I was like, maybe we should have Anita come back. So <laughs> we don't have any bad spirits in our apartment. <laughs> we need Anita. Oh no, Justin can't hold it. It's I think Devil was I, I like Devil better than Paranormal too. <laughs> I love you totally don't address the fact that I was like, let's have Anita come back. Oh man, <laughs> what are we talking about this movie anymore? Yeah, we were t- you were saying that you you were like, I can't believe they had the Hispanic lady, and I was like, she's Catholic. She knows her saints. I'm sure that Anita is Catholic as well. We could use her. To get rid of the bad spirits. I don't have any bad spirits in here. How do you know? Because. Oh, Rumbling! Loud sounds! Ah! Yeah, there was. Here's why I didn't like the second one as, as much as the first one. Bottom line, me. I felt like there was a tension that was properly built up in the first one. That was not there in the second one. Oh, I could see that. That was a good way of putting it. And one of the best things about the first one um, was the framing of having one camera. You, they. I thought the director in the first one used all portions of the screen that you were always like looking, like oh, 
something's coming from that. Oh, what that. And this one, you just didn't, it was more like loud sounds, like things just happening all of a sudden, and you know. That's true. Like the cabinets all opening. Uh, the whole cabinets all opening thing. I was like, first I was like, okay, how did they do that? That's, that's, their whole budget went into that. <laughs> all know? three million dollars. Like, that happened in Mary Poppins, but wait, how did it happen here? Yeah. You know? Oh. But that was the freakiest moment. And I, I say freaky not because it's like a scary movie, but the, the gotcha. We were like, ah! Like, that was the best gotcha. Yeah, but that could happen in any movie, and I'd be like, ah! Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't happen. What if that happened in, like, Cinderella? Would you still be like, ah! Yes! I'd be like, whoa! Why did that happen in Cinderella? It was loud. And it was very sudden. What if it were in a comedy? What if it happened in, like, Why is Seinfeld? that... Anyway. Would you laugh or would you be scared? Why, what are we even talking about now? I don't know. Now? I'm tired. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you were saying that was your favorite part of the whole movie? No. I didn't say it was my favorite part of the whole movie. I, I feel like this should not be a part of the scary movie genre. I feel like there should be another genre invented for it. Maybe somewhat anxious genre. <laughs> like, loud, what do you want to see tonight? Loud noises genre. Yes. What do you want to see tonight? A comedy? A drama? A semi-anxious loud noises movie? Genre? Genre movie? Yeah. Yes. But I just don't, I don't see watching these movies back, like, again. I'm definitely not going to watch the first one again. No. Two times is enough. We're done. But the second one... Okay. Here's, <laughs> here's one of my favorite things when I say favorite. It's so, you know inconsequential or anything to but actually it is the pool cleaner thing <laughs> yeah that was kind of funny how does the pool cleaner keep getting up outside the pool it had his own subplot he was like almost a character yeah, I, know he was cute. I felt sorry for him when the, you, the i mean the dad guy just he was just like a terrible you wanted him to die instantly just like huge. you wanted micah yeah. to die in the first one mika say it right justin his name was mika mika stupid Anyway, when the um, the dad character was like, he was like playing around the, with the pool cleaner thing, like holding it underwater and stuff. I was like, that's yeah. not very nice. And then he put it in the his pool cleaner's trying. The pool cleaner's trying to save you. Like, yeah, he's like cleaning the pool, and he wants to like let you know. No, he wants to don't kick the computer. I didn't mean to. He wants to roll inside and try to clean your house too, like he's. <laughs> Zelda Rubenstein from Poltergeist. He's very efficient. She was wrong too. That this house is clean. Or this pool is clean, and now your house will be clean. Can you imagine if Zelda and the girl, the the the, the what's it what was her name in the movie? It was Melina. What was her name? What the the Mexican housekeeper? Yeah. Who cares? What if she and Zelda Rubenstein teamed up? That would be amazing. That would be a buddy comedy and I'd watch it. <laughs> one of them gets ghosts, the other one gets demons. Great team. Are we... Is one of them an actual ghost since <laughs> Zelda Rubenstein is dead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crap. Yes? We'll write that in. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our apartment becoming haunted by the ghost of Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> you always concoct these lame brain movies before <laughs> figuring out that people are, are still alive to play the roles. What are you talking about? What other movie, movie or possible movie have I done that with? 
oh, I guess I, th- I thought about Savannah Smiles and how you made fun of her, and then... Oh, was- yeah, and then I found out that she was dead. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. I'm sorry. Do I look like Wikipedia? Uh, no. You look like some low-budget <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> you remember when I asked Jeeves, you could actually ask you the question, know, yeah. and you could almost get like a legible, kind of semi-legible answer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I didn't like he was an actual Google. he was an actual person. People would Yahoo, and I'd be like, uh, uh, uh-uh, it's all about Ask Jeeves. Jeeves is waiting for my question, guys. <laughs> you guys, come on. That's the only reason he exists is so you can answer my question about what time is, you know. Paranormal Activity 2 on at the mall. Whatever. <laughs> the mall. What are we talking about? Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, use Mama, too. What did, did you uh, like the um, female main character, the sister, better? Christy? This one? Oh, by the way. Yes. What's the girl's name, the, the, the main one from the first one? Katie. Katie? Yeah. She had some scenes where they definitely appealed to the... The man crowd that likes the... And we're back to Katie's boobs. Back to the pool. Back to the pool. Yes. But the end of the second one... We're going to spoil this now, so spoilers. Spoilers! Compared to the first one? Um... I thought the end of the second one was very... Rushed and like... Yeah. Here's um, the deal. Unclear slash... Eh... The end of the first one... <laughs> this is not even all words. The end of the first one had a bigger payoff because you were right about what you had said about how the tension had built up to such a point that mm-hmm. it was it, it, it was like, ah! and that it was just done. Like, it, you weren't left wondering, like, oh my God, are they going to do more now? Or is it done? You know, mm-hmm. like, it was like, here's the big scare, here's some words about an epilogue, done. Yeah. Whereas this one... I feel like it had two or three false endings. You know, like, she, like, first there was the whole, she went crazy, and they're trying to find the kid, and, like, all the camera stuff was going crazy, and I was kind of, like, waiting for, you know, her to describe the camera and be like, rah, and that would be the end. You know, we assume everybody dies. And then, no, they transferred it back to Katie, and she was fine, and I was like, okay, so this is the end no, it's not the end, because they just said that this is what happens the next day. So, okay, what what happens the next day? Would you kind of expecting them to pull out some kind of new technology? You know, they went from the one camera in the first one to the security cams in the second one. At the end of it, I was like, are they going to, like, is the ghost going to haunt them via a YouTube oh my God, post or something? or? Maybe the third the one iPad is Boyer cameras. Like, what? what's going on? Oh, man, that would be terrible. So you say you like the second one, the ending of the second one, more than the first one? No, I said I like the first one more. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. But the... Uh, <laughs> although I, I did like the um, ending of the dad character in the second yes. one. Yes. Just because it was just so... Oh, there it is. I like that because you just saw her in the background, and you were like, oh, sh- oh you know what? That she, was, she is. That was one of the first times where I, where I actually thought about the first one, where they're like, okay, he actually used the frame, like, the frame, the whole frame of the shot. Right. Where she just appeared, and you're like, oh, you know? Like, there she is. I, I was waiting for stuff like that, the whole movie, to happen, and then it happened, and then it was like, 
okay, that's the end of but the they, movie. But they really worked that out well, because, like, she was there, and then a split second later she was gone, and then she was back, and he was dead. Like, it happened all, like, ping, pong, boom. Yeah. That was good. I think that was one of my favorite parts but about the second, other than the pool cleaner. So, do you think that, <laughs> yes, the pool cleaner, we should name the pool cleaner. What's the pool cleaner's name? Um. Harry. Harry? Yes. Jericho. <laughs> Harry Jericho and the pool cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really a, a conclusion to his story. Dude, that's what's going to happen. That's that's the third one. That's what the third one's going to be. Okay. Again, <laughs> one, two, three, Harry again. Jericho. <laughs> the revenge of Harry Jericho and the pool cleaner. <laughs> At the Mechanical pool cleaner, not a person. At the end of the second one, uh, you know, the crazy girl comes and steals the, the, baby. the baby. Hunter. Hunter. So she's on the lamb. So the pool cleaner, he's got to be alive. Who's Is the dog still alive? I don't know. That was That was unclear. unclear. Yeah, like they took the dog to the vet and then the dad made a comment about like, I can't. I have to go pick up the dog from the vet. So it's assuming, we're assuming that Abby the dog is okay because she was about to be picked up from the vet and then we never saw her again. That's it. Maybe she's coming back in the third one. So it's going to be like an incredible journey, like a homeward bound <laughs> as the pool cleaner, the dog, and... Allie. And the, yeah, the the teenage... It sounds like a brave little toaster. Yes. Or like Kill Bill. No, that was one person. <laughs> brave little toaster. Mm-hmm. No. Paranormal <laughs> Activity 3. Revenge of all three of those people. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of them's a dog. One of them's a pool cleaner. Is Everything that th- you wanted and more. I guess they're going to just try yeah, to concoct some more story, like, to this family tree that what happened in the past you know or let's not talk about it they did that through the whole movie they were like oh no we can't talk about it or they'll give hunter uh soras which stands for soap opera rapid aging um (laughs) soras yeah soap opera rapid aging (laughs) is he gonna get spanked by the ghost or the (laughs) demon or something (laughs) they're giving hunter soras (laughs) <laughs> so, so, some paranormal spanking activity. <laughs> no. I'm thinking that maybe they'll like rapidly age him. So you know, like he was two or not even. He was like one. No, you know that they're going to go straight from the end of two to the beginning well, of no, three. No, there, there's again with if they the, give him sore ass. They're trying to hunt her down. <laughs> no, the pool cleaner. <laughs> Justin. Pool cleaner lives forever. If 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 they sore ass him and then he's like sixteen and like knocks up some girl and she gets pregnant and has a baby, then is that baby going to be taken too? But how did he escape? He's a demon now, <laughs> and we find that out at the end. So basically, let's see how stupid we can make this. I know it's kind of stupid already. Like we kind of muddled up the story into and just made it really stupid. Yeah. But let's let's just. Hey, Justin, there's going to be lots of rumbling. It's going to be in 3D. ah, It's going to be in 3D. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? 3D, security cam, flip cam, uh, webcam, Google Google Street View. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to put in Street View. You're right. Um, 
hate this movie already. <laughs> Fred's going to be in it from YouTube. Oh. And Very Mary Kate. Very Mary Kate. Cats doing cats with hats. Dogs with hats. Inception cat. This is stupid. I'm done. I didn't like this movie. No, me either. It depressed me. It's hard to talk about movies that we don't like. And not I, mean, I, I, I don't... Do I hate it? No. I don't hate it. No, because that's just it. If you did hate it, then we'd have lots to talk about because there's lots to hate and therefore still a whole bunch of conversation. When you feel so mediocrely about a movie, it's like, uh I guess I'm just depressed that I spent money on it. Me too. I wish we didn't. Let's go find a time machine. <laughs> and not do that and say we did? Okay. Sounds good. But if you take the cross and then you touch the cross of the person and... What? We got one more um, spooky movie coming up right before we... This is it. No. This is the last, yeah. No, because are we doing this up to Halloween? No, Halloween's this weekend, isn't it? No. Or yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, we can, we can watch scary movies in the future, but... This is true. Well, then maybe we'll see something like How to Train Your Dragon, because I haven't seen that, and we just got the DVD. Just putting it out there, kids. Putting it out there. <laughs> it was good, but no. Maybe we could get some sleep in the meantime. Sleep, I've heard, is great, and we like it. And I can't sleep. I'm still depressed about paranormal too. I'm gonna have dreams about the red sauce. Even the freaking red dot, red sauce. I know. What the hell. I don't know. Red sauce? Don't. It's going to make me have bad childhood memories. It sounds like some kind of hip new drug that the <laughs> teens are into that you hear at 11. Are, are your children on the red sauce? The answer at 11. The answer at 11. It's like 6 o'clock. How? What? They can be on the red sauce between now and then. That's five hours. Oh, no. Sound the alarms. Can't handle it. All right. Bars on the windows. Paranormal activity. It's been fun. One, two. What's the grade? Quick. C. One. What's two? C. Minus C. <laughs> Plus C. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said you like the second one more? Uh, equally. So C, C plus. That's no. what you would say. No, C, C. C, C. The second one might have a borderline C plus to it. So yes, yes. Yes. CC. CC. All right. Well, until next time. Indeed. Catch us on Twitter or on interwebs. At dudemanfatphat.com or Twitter, just Winters or K-R-I-S Winters. Or call us on the telephone. Does anyone have a landline anymore? Because I don't. That's probably a redundancy that would be good if we had an earthquake. I'm just saying. Here's about earthquakes when we have demons. Rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. Loud sounds. I know. Goodbye.